Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to the Court Case Podcast with me, your host, James Court. And Sweet Tea. We are here today with part two of our gripping interview with Flat Earth Dave. I don't know what you've thought so far, T, but he has thrown some seriously interesting (laughs) and strange curveball ideas (laughs) our way. And uh, it's only going to get better and it gets a little bit more heated in this one as well. So I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the interview and we'll be giving our verdict on it at the end of this part. So stay tuned. Hi there. I'm Liam Neeson and you're listening to the Court Case Podcast. Okay, but hundreds of explorers in history have sailed around the Earth and, you know, come back again. What is stopping you, Mark Sargent, a bunch of guys buying a boat together, if you had like a documentary Mm -hmm. crew or something, and just sailing from one end to the other, and it's your own documentary crew, the video is completely yours. What is stopping you guys from just doing that? What's stopping us is the... the, the United Nations and all of the um, naval bases that surround our pond. There's seven or eight of them. And a couple of fishermen tried to do it. And they crossed the 60 degrees south where no one's allowed to cross without permits and you can't get the permits. And all of a sudden, a warship showed up and uh, radioed them, sent a drone after them and turned them around immediately. Um, Do not even go any farther. You're in restricted waters. Get out of here. Okay, so you can't go to Antarctica. Now, people say, well, there I've got advertisements all the time to go to Antarctica. There's a hundred different companies that you can book a trip for ten to fifty thousand dollars or higher Mm. to go to Antarctica on a guided tour where they take you to this little island off the tip of South America and they show you some penguins and some ice and they kick you out. Okay, but all of those companies are owned by the same guy. That's a problem. Okay, that's a big problem. Okay. So, so circumnavigation, that, that's the big one. And that's what people don't understand. Circumnavigation is really, really easy. And it doesn't prove the earth is flat when you circumnavigate east or west. So at the center of the flat earth, just draw a big circle on a table. That's your pond. Right. Everything outside of that circle is Antarctica. Okay. And at the center of the circle, put a big, powerful magnet. That's our magnetic mountain that's at the center of the flat earth. And you put a compass on the table and you try and the needle will point towards the center of the circle. And now you try to push that compass east. You have to keep turning to the left. 
Otherwise, you won't be going east anymore because you got to keep the needle pointed towards the center. So east and west are circles. Billions of people have circumnavigated east and west and ended up right where they started from. But if you try to go straight west or east without turning, immediately you're going south because you're going away from the center. So here's the thing. On a flat earth, you can't circumnavigate south. North and south are straight lines on a globe earth and a flat earth. There's circles on a globe earth and a flat earth, but you can't circumnavigate south on a flat earth. Now you can on a globe, but guess what? Nobody's ever done it. Nobody's ever done it. If you go south, you go away. Okay. And you don't come back. Right. Right. Now, now the equator is 24,000 miles around. So Antarctica, the island at the bottom, is only mm-hmm. ten to 13,000 miles around. So why don't we just circumnavigate Antarctica? Well, Captain Cook tried that. It took him three and a half years. He went over 60,000 miles. 60,000 miles. Okay. Okay? Bloody hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've got... Welcome, welcome to Flat Earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why is this so important to you? That you... Thank you. I told you that was coming. Yeah. Was told, when you're ready, we're going to end with that. So when you ask that question, that's the end. That we're going to end the show with that. Okay. okay so we, I've, got others, I've Let, got others first. I've got let's keep going. One more question. And then my listeners have submitted a few questions yeah. as well. Please. Um, Excellent. The, the first question I want to ask you, and like, I hope you don't get offended by this because it's not personal. Oh, oh I'm offended. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> the Flat Earth movement or whatever you prefer to call it do you feel awakening awakening do you feel like it's more about science or more about um going against authority it's one thousand percent about science we actually use their science we know that a six foot tall person standing at the edge of calm water should Mm -hmm. see a physical horizon just three miles away because there's six feet of drop on your globe, your okay. globe, their globe, you're no, you're no longer a globe, a globe earther. You're halfway there already. Okay. <laughs> and, and everything else should drop off behind that. Okay. Yeah. But we can see things. We can see things so much farther. It's unbelievable. Again, I, the, you know, uh, on the app, if you hit the, the web button and you scroll down to um, the button that says experiments, there's a whole bunch of experiments that they're hiding. And actually we just got a new one. Um, where uh, Jay Tolan, he, uh, one of our researchers, he's a camera expert and he converted his camera to infrared. He, see th- he sees things, I think it's over a thousand miles away or 900 miles away. There should be, so there should be, I forget the number, like 50 miles of curvature or something. It's absolute insane. And you can see these mountains, but the problem is our eyes don't work that way. We can't see things, right? And when there's a little bump that's a millimeter higher than your eye line on the flat earth, it hides cities that are behind it. And then you think that's curvature. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we've got some listener questions. Um, Emily from South Dakota, she's asked, how does day and night work then? Day and night. So that's a great question. And, um, and it's because the sun's light is local, right? Okay. The sun's light, it, it, it's a local light. And we have, there's there's three layers. The sun is a... A, a, a celestial object mm-hmm. then the atmosphere is the middle layer and that atmosphere when it all condenses becomes opaque mm-hmm. right when you condense all that atmosphere into the horizon it's opaque so you got your atmospheric layer and as the sun goes away it just gets blocked behind it okay it gets blocked behind it and it, it's just a a, a perspective thing that people 
just you were never taught in school. So again, um, on my YouTube channel, which is D I T R H, the initials for Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole, right. um, I have a playlist called, and I'm going to add it to the app actually, um, called um, called Sun Fadeouts. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Where the hell is my sunsets? There it is. And and what you watch is the sun itself fades out. So I took my drone on a super clear day. It has to be below freezing, no humidity and super clear. Okay. And I have my drone watching the sunset over land. I'm on the East coast. So it's going over the land and the sun should just go down at a steady rate. If we were spinning down, 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 but it didn't, it stopped on the horizon and it sat there for 10 minutes. And so in my video, that's super sped up. The sun never drops below the horizon. It just goes into the distance and takes its light with it and fades away. Right. And now my friends are at the beach already. They said the sun set 10 minutes earlier and it was already dark. Okay. We've, but we've actually seen the sun dip below the sea. You, you, you've seen it dip. So, so, so here we go. <laughs> so I'm going to show you exactly what you see. And I'm going to describe it for the people that are just, uh, just listening. Okay. So this is called my flat earth kitchen. And what I, what I show you here is I got my countertop is, is the flat earth and I have a line representing the path of the sun. And here I am walking towards you, showing the sun going on a straight and level line. Now here in the midground, this could be a city skyline, mountains, or just the atmospheric deck of opacity, I call it. Once you understand what that is, we never go below it and the line is level. Now I'm gonna show you a terrestrial camera on the other end of the counter looking up at that. Now, if I showed you this line first, I'd say, is this level? You go, no, it's tilted down at about a 45 degree angle. Mm -hmm. And I say, is this sun going behind this thing that's at my eye level? And you'd be like, well, no, yeah, it is. It's going below it. And then if I zoom in even farther, the line almost looks like it's going straight down. Okay. Mm -hmm. And this looks like it's setting behind something that it's not even going below. It's because we're terrestrial viewers, right? right. And when I compare that to a real sunset, the sun goes away. And look what it's going behind. This is called the atmospheric deck of opacity. Mm -hmm. But this difference between the atmospheric deck and the, what you think is the water, you can't even see that unless you zoom in with a camera. And that looks like one line and the sun will just disappear behind it. Okay. okay? It'll disappear behind it. And that's all about perspective. Again, where does the sun go in the app? Um, watch those videos and then you'll see what I'm talking about. Okay. Joe from Indiana has said, could you explain the Northern Lights? Yeah, the Northern Lights are on a flat Earth. Um, there is energy coming out of our North Pole, just like they say it is on the globe Earth. Right. Right. And it goes around. We live in this toroidal field. We live on this dielectric plane in the middle of the toroidal field. That's all it is. It's the same thing. But on the globe, your model's stupid because it's coming from the molten magnetic core. Well, mm -hmm. if you know anything about magnets, if you heat them, before they melt, they hit what's called the Curie point. And that's where they lose all magnetism. So explain right. to me what a molten metal magnet is, because it doesn't exist in science. They're just making crap up. The deepest hole ever dug is mm -hmm. just under eight miles, okay, in Russia, the Great Borehole, right? Okay. And as they were doing it, they were using like ground penetrating radar to see what they're going to hit next. And it was wrong every step of the way, okay? No more water, no more rocks. They hit water, they hit rocks. They were wrong. And then about seven and a half miles, they hit an impenetrable barrier, okay? Impenetrable. Right. And they, for years, they couldn't get through it. Right. So they were wrong. So put that into scale. You had an apple. Yeah. Apple, apple has really thin skin. 
Yes. Well, they drilled about a quarter of the way through that apple skin. Okay. And they were wrong every step of the way, but then they know what the next 4,000 miles is. And they show us that meme in our textbooks. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, you know, um, that's all pseudoscience. You're looking at a meme with zero proof. That's a conspiracy theory. I've never okay? heard anyone call it a meme before. <laughs> it's all it is, is a meme. <laughs> um, yeah. As a conspiracy analyst, you might be able to help us with this one. Um, Sam from the south of England has said, uh, have you heard of birds aren't real? I've heard that. I, <laughs> I saw something on it where the birds that are, their feet are capacitors and when they sit on the power lines, they're recharging their batteries. Yes. I yeah. thought that was funny. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. like that. I like <laughs> but Birds are real. Don't believe me. Shoot one off a freaking wire and dissect it and then you can eat it. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so now does the government have um, little mini drones that look like bugs. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Look like birds. Probably. Okay. Yeah. But it doesn't mean birds aren't real. <laughs> no, that, yeah. that's silly. Yeah. I completely get what you mean. But um, so we're going to come to the last question, which you told us to ask you last, yeah. which was, you know, why is it so important to you? Yeah. The elite are laughing at you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, so, do you know that your thoughts create your reality? I guess so, yeah. yeah Interesting. Think about everything you have in your life, from that shirt you're wearing, to the room you're in, to the podcast you have. You mm-hmm. thought about it. It's something brought it into your life. Yeah. The people you hang out with, the th- you know, just the thoughts create your reality. Anything that you create in your life, you thought about it first. The car mm-hmm. that you have, somebody thought about it, made that car, and then you thought about it, and you found a way to get it, and, and whatever. Your thoughts create your reality. Mm-hmm. Um, they want you to believe that you're spinning out of control, lost in an infinite, impossible space universe, okay? That you're mm-hmm. a speck of dust, that an asteroid could take you out at any time. Asteroids don't exist. Ready? We're going to open up some rabbit holes right here. Asteroids <laughs> don't exist, okay? Yeah. Dinosaurs don't exist. What? Oh! Gra- okay. oh, no, dinosaurs. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Dinosaurs don't exist. There was large lizards and there was dragons that all cultures all across the world talked about, right? But the T-Rex and the Stegosaurus, these are made up, these are made up fictions. In the 1800s, a royal guy said, um, he he wrote a paper theorizing on dinosaurs. Never once before in all of history, back to the Egyptians or whoever built the pyramids, did they say, um, mention that they found a dinosaur bone. Never once. He wrote a paper and a year later to the day, to the day, he discovered the first dinosaur. Okay. You go into any museum, get the, get the curator out there. Mm-hmm. He'll tell you that those bones that you're looking at are made in China with chicken bones and paper mache. And that the real bones are too radioactive and sensitive to light. And you can't see them. Well, They're no, locked up. The, the bones aren't bones. They're the sedimentary rock that's been changed during fossilization. So they're not bones anyway. Yeah, but they're not even, they find like one whale bone on the top of a mountain, can't figure out how it got to the top of the mountain, so they theorize a dinosaur out of it. Never once there was a single skull of any dinosaur well, ever found. They get it's to the all top. made up nonsense. They it's get to, to make the... you believe in, in the Big Bang and that we could be taken out. It's to keep you in fear. But they get, yeah. the bones get to the top of the mountain because of how the earth has moved and the plates have moved over millions and millions of years. So if the earth is moving at the rate that they tell us, the pyramid, the uh, the great pyramid would have moved over a mile already um, and it wouldn't be lined up with the star with uh, Polaris. It's still lined up with Polaris. But you listen with the whole the tilting, the um, the the what's it called? Um, 
procession of the earth. Mm. Um, how is it still pointing at Polaris? And you know what the stupid answer is from the globe world? Oh, it was pointing at a different star, Thuban, back then. But we processed, and now we're happened to be pointing at Polaris during your lifetime. Oh, yeah. So we nobody mentioned the time that it wasn't pointing at anything. Okay, it's ridiculous. The, the Earth, we're spinning, corkscrewing, and moving. Nothing would line up with anything ever. We're traveling four and a half billion miles a year. Nothing would line up with anything. And why are we even talking about that? Because Polaris, I proved to you earlier, is not a, a star. 433 light years away. It's impossible. Space is impossible. So anything out of space, why are we even talking about it? Okay. You're talking about Narnia. Right, right. Okay, but you you said, right, that there were still lizards and dragons that existed in the past. Then where is the proof of those? We've well, got... there's, ton, there's tons of fossils of some big, you know, croc, crocodiles and stuff, but yeah. not, nothing like these giant dinosaurs, which are structurally impossible. This is a evolution story. They want you to believe that we were created after a big bang. Not, here's the big bang story. Okay. Mm -hmm. Once upon a time, there was nothing. It exploded and became everything. We're not going to even go there. I'll just give you that one. It's so ridiculous. And then all of the rocks started collecting and turning into planets. So, oh, I'm getting bigger. Come to me, come to me. And it pulled all the stuff in and made these planets with all these resources that we have on them. And for some reason, all of the gases, the gases started collapsing on each other and making even bigger balls, okay? okay? And they turned into nuclear furnaces and they left a vacuum in between. So now we have burning balls of gas in a space vacuum, okay? And then we have gravity holding everything together. You got the, the sun is holding on to Venus, Mercury, and Earth, and Mars, and Jupiter, and, and all these planets at incredible freaking distances, but it ignores all of their moons. All, all of the moons just stay orbiting each planet and nothing tugs on it. How come when the moon comes around the earth towards the sun, it doesn't get ripped away or sped up? And when it goes away, it doesn't slow down, okay? The whole gravitational model is nonsense. If there is a planetary alignment, everything should change. But guess what? There's devices, you know about the Antikythera mechanism? I do not. The Antikythera mechanism was discovered off of Greece in the island of Antikythera, Go figure that. And it was a um, it was a uh, uh, a weird gear they found fossilized in the rock, and they MRI'd it and X-rayed it, and they rebuilt it, and it actually predicts where some planets are, the sun and the moon, the phases, and all of the eclipses. And if you turn it around enough times, you realize that all of the eclipses repeat every eighteen years. Okay. The whole cycle of eclipses is in a pattern that repeats in eight, every eighteen years. Right. Say, think about that. We're in a crazy gravitational beehive universe, and this thing is working like a frigging clock. Sorry, doesn't work that way. <laughs> Go out tonight, take a picture of the stars mm -hmm. from a certain spot in your yard, put a note in your calendar with an alarm to tell you to go do the same thing next year, same night, same time, and then compare the pictures. Every single star will be in the exact same place. Right. I, I still think dinosaurs were a thing. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> All right, so, so continuing, <laughs> continuing on, continuing on. That's because you're unwilling. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm taking away your ball. I'm taking away space. I'm taking away dinosaurs. And guess what? Nuclear bombs don't exist either. Okay? okay. It, it's another fear. Oh so, so let me ask you a question. So many people Nuclear... died. Hold on. <laughs> How do you know that? Were you there? No, but okay. I mean, they're so let, let me Let me answer. Let me answer. What? You're told a nuclear bomb goes off and it leaves radiation for how long? 
uh, I don't remember how long. They, they told us thousands yes. of years to yes. have one. Yeah, Just yeah. ridiculous. Okay. Three days after Hiroshima and Nagasaki, where there's video of them setting up TNT's bombs on pallets at ground zero. There's video of that. Okay. Them setting up three days later, the trains were running. The delis were open. They were selling flowers on the street and everybody went back to work, except of course, the buildings that were blown up. So, okay. But what was the benefit of saying it was this type of bomb when they Absolutely. just blew them up with a Be- different because type of bomb? They, because they, they needed that for the war. They need everyone afraid of other countries. So they needed to build the military industrial complex. They wanted us all in fear. Now, if you believe nuclear bombs are real, every time you hear the news, which you should never listen to because that's false evidence appearing real, mm-hmm. controlling you, steering your mind, north, east, west, south, news steering you and every time you hear someone say oh putin's gonna could bomb us you know could start a nuclear war every cell in your body hears that and reacts with with um dis-ease becomes uneasy Uh dis-ease and becomes stressed on some level right but once you understand that it's complete and total nonsense now you hear it and go oh that guy's a clown and you just move on with your day okay and so it's all about fear because if we weren't, if we didn't have fear, people would stop paying their taxes. People would not support the military. People would, you know, people are addicted to this fear. Okay. If everybody just forgot about the governments, did what we all want to do, just love one another and thrive, right? Then it matters. Imagine this. What if there was a something the size of a roll of quarters mm-hmm. that you can put into your home heating system and it would heat your house? for the rest of your life. Okay. You don't have to pay for it ever. And what if there was another one, another one that did the same thing, but it powered your house and your car charged your car also. And and you never had to replace it. That's technology that they don't want us to know exists. Mm -hmm. Okay. They don't want us to know that because they have to control us, right? Look into Tesla and his warden tower and the world's fairs and wireless electricity. There was an advanced civilization here um be in the 1800s as i said and again on the app under the web button if you hit the tataria mud floods button mm-hmm. bring food and water because you're not coming out of there for a long time it's going <laughs> to blow your mind what you're going to see okay. okay and then and again the here's one thing that flat earth is all have in common we're never bored for a second there's so much to learn and we know that we don't know globers think they know <clears throat> everything you said, not listen, you're, you're just like everyone else. You're just like me, probably not as bad as I was. Um, all the stuff you talked about space going to Mars, right? There's um, on the, uh, that, this is very important. I actually loaded this just for you on the app under the web button. If you go down to the last one, it says moon landing nonsense. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Click that one. The first one is NASA going nowhere since 1959. Okay. Oh. Watch that. And what they do is each administration says, we're going to the moon. Then they say, screw the moon. We're going to Mars. You know, screw that. We're going to moon. Back and forth, back and forth. You know, I'm a little older than you. And I was supposed to have hotels in space, uh, you know, 30 years ago. Okay. And none of it. They just keep kicking the can down the road because nobody's going to space. Nobody. We didn't even get into Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and NASA rocket launches. They're absolute insanity. Just looking at the Saturn V rocket, the moon rocket, Mm-hmm. Nine million pounds. There's a there's a thing where you can only make a rocket a certain size because as it gets bigger, and you know, you need more fuel, and then more fuel is more weight, which requires 
more fuel, you know, and you can't lift 9 million pounds off the ground with thrust because it would blow a hole in everything. The concrete would be obliterated. Everything would just be shredded because if you ever look at what a tornado, 300, a strong tornado, 300 miles an hour of room temperature wind, it will turn trees into splinters. It will tie metal posts into knots. It'll pull cement foundations out of the ground. Now you're talking, uh, it's going at 20,000 miles an hour and it's superheated fuel wind, okay? And nothing happens. You watch, you know, just Google a space shuttle launch and watch the fence that's right next to it. Nothing, doesn't even shake, nothing. It's all nonsense. Again, in the app, if you you really want to lose your complete and total childhood, um, scroll down to, uh, to the, where is it? Um, rockets are balloons. If you watch those videos, goodbye space, goodbye Star Wars. But here's the here's the good news. The good news is space is right here on Earth. Outer space is right here. Where's that outer space? So if we look at um, this is loading because I just uh, put it on for the first time. Yeah. Um, if we look if we look at um the way the world might be set up, we um. I can't, I can't show you right here. Um, <laughs> oh, when I, when I plug in, it, it does it, it, it does something. Um, let me just show you uh, over here. So if we're this, if we're, um, where is it? Antarctica. All right. So we could be, this is our world. This is our oceans. Here we are, South yeah. America, America, Europe, right? This ring here is Antarctica. And then beyond it, out here in this outer space mm-hmm. is more land Got it. more continents right. what would you call somebody that lives on the extra territory an extraterrestrial from where if they came to visit us where are they coming from the outer space thank you right here a couple thousand miles away I win. <laughs> okay and then if you really really want to get into it um what's beyond that ring what's beyond there well Imagine a pond in a big area of London that's flat or wherever you are, mm-hmm. and you're sailing around, you're going around the middle, your compass is always pointing towards the magnet in the middle, you sail around east and west, then you sail away from the center south, you get to the edge, you don't fall in the space, you climb up on the land, you start walking. Mm-hmm. Well, a mile away, you can't see the lake anymore. You know, this is smaller scale, five, 10 miles, let's say you go 100 miles away. Um, all of a sudden, you come to another pond. What if we lived in this pond and then there's other ponds around us, other worlds, right? Yeah. Want to talk Star Wars? Let's say there's conflicts of people that they all, you know, land conflicts, whatever. All of that. These are all from other planets, plane, a little part of the plane, mm-hmm. a planet, P-L-A-N-E <laughs> dash T. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This now, whether this is true or not, is scientifically possible. Outer space is Narnia. It doesn't exist. Right. Got it. Okay. Watch that NASA movie. Okay. So the bottom line is why the lie? The lie is to control your mind, to keep you in fear, to make you feel insignificant, to hide the creator, to hide more land, to hide your true power. Okay. Mm -hmm. The only control anyone has over you, your government, anybody is in your imagination. Imagine if everybody listened to your podcast tomorrow. Okay. Everyone in the world. Yeah. They go, Hey, that guy's right. Well, governments are gone instantaneously, dissolved. No one, no one even matters because no one will listen to them. Why do we listen to them? 
God, man, government. Government has climbed on top of man, and now it's trying to top, climb on top of the creator, okay? And that's, you know, this, these are evil, evil people. Mm-hmm. And your comment at the beginning that sometimes they're not out for our best interest, misguided. They're <laughs> never out for our best best, best interest. Sorry. Do you, Sorry to, to pop your bubble there. Do you consider yourself a religious person then? Absolutely not. I was 100% atheist, you know? Um, I don't believe in any of that. Okay, and um, and uh, and uh, um, then when I discovered that the earth was flat, well, that means it's intelligently designed. I'm like, holy crap, that means there's a creator. And that's it. You know, if anyone tells you, if you got to follow the creator this way, you got to believe in this, you got to do this, that. That's their problem. Keep have your own personal journey. Am I religious? No. Do I go to church, temple? No, I don't do any of that. I have my relationship with the creator. I respect this creation. I see the beauty. I go outside. It's a whole experience. Anytime you go out, I mean, people just drive around things blind. You go by a big rock formation and you think those are rocks. You're wrong. Okay. (laughs) Many of them were giant. You know, there was trees here that the circumference of the trunk is tens of miles around. Yes. Giant trees Mm. and these rock formations and mountains are just the branches from those trees when they were when they were felled for whatever reason but there weren't dinosaurs though unfortunately there wasn't dinosaurs there's no nuclear bombs no asteroids are coming in all of those craters are not from rocks falling from the sky they're from bubbles coming up from the earth so methane bubbles one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Do you do think there's a creator then? 
I don't think there's a creator. There's something that created it. Maybe we're all the creator. Maybe the creator is a benevolent guy sitting on a throne over the North Pole. Maybe the creator is something that I have no ability to describe. Mm. But there is a creator because this is not a random accident. Now, we are here with free will. That's the good news. We We don't need governments to give us our rights. We have God-given rights. The government just tries to restrict them and take them away and then give them back. They have no right to do any of that. We're free people, right? And here's the thing. What's beyond the shoreline of Antarctica? I don't know. I'm speculating. There's lots of evidence, lots of good books. Hit the book section by the Iron Republic or the Navigator that crossed the ice walls or the Smoky God. There's some great books that will blow your mind that people in the, you know, Early 1900s, 1800s, we're talking about more land beyond Antarctica. Well, they all knew the earth was flat. On my website, flatearthdave.com, go there and and there's a movie uh, that I'm in. It's called The Next Level. Mm-hmm. Okay. Down the, it, you can, you can, there's a free copy uh, on, the, uh, on, on the app, but there's a high def copy. It's worth it. I think it's five bucks or seven bucks. Watch that and you'll get blown away. I interviewed a woman named Ruth. And her, um, in, uh, she's 102 years old, and she said she was taught flat earth in the early 1900s here in America. Wow. Okay. They were teaching flat earth up to the late 1950s here. Okay. Yeah. They were teaching both. And then the Rockefellers came in with their incredibly cheap um, textbooks for the poorly funded schools, and everyone had to get the Rockefeller textbooks. And they, they're, you know, you're reading textbooks by the bankers that teach you how to be good banking customers and slaves. So, we- so that's why. So that's why it's not the shape that matters. It's hiding who you are, where you are, what you are, the power of your mind and hiding the fact that um, nobody has control over you. And they're controlling us with their fiat money, which is worthless. They don't need it because they created a thin air. And they, they want us to be their slaves. That's it. When you became a flat earther, did you lose loads of friends and family? Or did they yeah. kind of did you? Wow. <laughs> Some, but then they come back. But they're all come back. Everyone has their journey, but I gained a whole new family. Yeah. So many quality friends. So many people that are thinking. When I go to Flattoberfest, um, flatearthfestivals.com, for anyone that's interested, um, there's hundreds of people. I've met many of them, but the ones, anyone I turn around and see, I already know that they're awake and aware of the realities they live in. They know that there's questions to be asked. They don't just believe nonsense. They're, they're aware of all of the nonsense that's going on in the world. And they're, they're much, every single person, every conversation is fascinating. You're not around a bunch of um, zombies that are lost in, in fear. You're around people that have removed the fear from their lives and taken their lives back. Mm. All right. Okay. Well, I think that's a great moment to, to end, end it, yeah. the interview on. So thank you so much, uh, Dave, for coming on to our show. All right. And so here, here's the deal I have for you. I'm going to give you guys the app for free, but I'm actually going to require you to watch the NASA going nowhere since 1958. I'll send you the link in the mm-hmm. follow-up email mm-hmm. and uh, watch that and then tell me when you're done with it. All right. All right? Okay, we can do that. That's, that's cool. <laughs> I think it's only an hour. It's really good, though. All You'll right. like it. Wicked. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank All right. you. All right, guys. See ya. See, see you later. Wow. 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 Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, So what did you think of that tea, that whole interview? I've literally, I generally thought James was the most passionate person with topics I've ever met. But this man 
is the most passionate person I've ever met in my entire life. He had an yeah. answer for everything. It was actually impressive. He like, did. Like, I was very, very quiet in this podcast because I was just sat listening because, like, genuinely, it was I wasn't bored. I was interested with everything that he was saying. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not sitting here being like, oh, he's changed my mind or anything like that. But it was really interesting to, to hear why people have this opposing view. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and and the thing is, Flat Earth Dave's argument was obviously, his main argument was that, you know, scientists and the government and those on high have sold us, you know, a false bill of goods and they've chucked all this stuff in our in our face, which, you know, it's fair enough, that could be true. We could be getting completely lied to, but what it comes down to when I give my verdict is that what Flat Earth Dave has done in his interview with us is he's just done the exact same thing. He's just shucked a huge amount of information at us. Yeah, for sure. Told us, you know, this is how we should think, this is what we should do. And, you know, they both might be wrong. Both the government and Dave might be wrong. It might be completely different. We don't know. I think... The difference is, though, that Dave was very, like... I'm going to leave you with this, that you make your own decision. Yeah. But then also, at the same time, he was like you're a flat earther now <laughs> yeah there was a, yeah i know he was very sort of like uh, i've convinced you yeah exactly um but the thing is like of it, i do not want to fault him for trying and i do not want to you know fault him for his passion he's very passionate which is very you know cool admirable and, and, and it's very interesting i find it that obviously him and mark Sargent were both people that completely didn't like the idea of flat earthers mm. but now they are the two i've heard of the most and they're both very passionate about the topic yeah i don't think because i mean i'm not that studied in in science but i find space very interesting because obviously he was very critical of our moon landings episode and i've watched a lot of space documentaries i do find space very interesting but i'm not the most knowledgeable on it Mm -hmm. i i am more knowledgeable on stuff like dinosaurs and stuff and so that's why i got a bit more heated when <laughs> james's he favorite movie is jurassic park when he said that i was so scared <laughs> <laughs> i do not believe what he said about that well I, I mean i don't think i don't you don't want to believe basically no no i don't believe what he said about <laughs> dinosaurs. okay i don't i i've read up i know what it, it, it's like i know what you know what it's like to be a dinosaur is. no but i know how fossilization <laughs> works i know I like know, I know. I, what you said sorry dave but what you said about there is bollocks to me i'm sorry and because uh, i know <laughs> i know he's going to listen to this but i think I, it's div- I think the main thing that i've taken away which was kind of a viewpoint that i had already and my verdict is that you know that the government's not exactly trustworthy which i i don't think i don't trust the government much anyway so i i didn't need much convincing of that but um i just think you just i just think it was a very interesting conversation no i think it was extremely interesting to be fair um i think i i personally because i uh, i mean i mean he's told us to go and watch some videos which yeah i I will go and watch the one that he suggested this nasa hour-long one because you know i I watch documentaries slamming flat earth if to be a true unbiased person i should watch a pro flat earth piece right so i'm gonna do that um but i do think at the moment i i i am a globe earther still yeah um i just i've taken away a lot of stuff from it doesn't necessarily mean it's like you know changed my mind but Mm -hmm. like i have learned stuff today yeah i've learned stuff too and and he's a lot obviously we don't know what's fucking true now do you know what i mean (laughs) yeah like it's just messing and i'm oh it's messing my brain even more 
it's <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah uh, but, uh, but i mean the thing the thing is like i think what the flat earth the flat earth theory in general opens up is it doesn't open up that we should all believe in flat earth i think it more opens up that, that we shouldn't just believe in that we just shouldn't believe the government one thing and, no and, yeah what, and he did say that be. and i was like yeah fair play yeah because for all we know max berry's theory of bloody hollow earth could be what it is and we don't there's know f- yeah there's loads of theories so, oh it's not called theories what's it called you no know, he was a conspiracy analyst oh, yeah so he was it. analyzing the conspiracies but um, yeah, I think I think you know though uh, I uh, it's like I I personally don't agree with his bit about all of the governments are friends and in it together. That's crazy if that's like is I just true. But do not think history has lent itself to have me agree with that. Um, there's just been too many wars and things going on. But then he doesn't think war, the wars are real. No, he does think that the wars are. He doesn't think. Well, some people in that other documentary we watched didn't think wars exist. That woman. Yeah, she no. did think wars are real. Yeah, that's a good point in behind the curve, but yeah. but that was a hit piece. I know it was a hit piece, <laughs> but Mark Sargent, his mate, was in it. Yeah, that's a good point. And she, he's mates with the woman, which mm. I forgot her name was. Um, but then he's saying that he doesn't think nuclear things are that, real. That's what, yeah, he doesn't think the nuclear bombs exist because the radiation would still be there. But that's stuff that I need to look up on on my own. But you know. <laughs> it, it was just a very interesting conversation i think yeah. and obviously they he wants you to download his app uh the flat earth flat earth dave app so he he mentioned it numerous times so <laughs> if you want to download it download it um and you yeah, know and uh, and open up your eyes i'm you know i'm not going to stop any i'm not going to like stop anyone looking that sort of stuff if you want to look it up you know go for it expand your horizons or your flat yeah even if you want to research it just because you find it fascinating people having an opposing view like do it Mm. yeah because like i was so like i didn't know how today was gonna go but i actually like quite enjoyed hearing someone have a completely different view to me do you Mm -hmm. know what i mean i i think that i think also obviously he's talking to people that aren't very knowledgeable on science Mm -hmm. so it's very yeah no true it's very easy to you know talk sort of at us Mm -hmm. and give us all these information and we can't really argue back much yeah because we don't have stuff so i think the next step is i would be interested to watch someone like flat earth dave and a scientist in a room together discussing this yeah yeah i think would be the best thing and you know both of their uh, points can i just be find raised. it crazy that for some people that like that's his job like mm-hmm. it's his job to like get other people to believe him to like yeah. convince like why like i still that's religion I, as well isn't it? i know but i still like he didn't really answer my question like why is that why is convincing other people he is right important to him he said that it w- it wasn't so much about convincing people. He said it was about showing people that those on high are laughing at us and they've convinced us all of this lie. Yeah, I get that. But like, is it worth losing friends and family over? Like, I understand he's made a new new set of family. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, I don't know. I just couldn't imagine just having such a strong belief that I would then be like, well, mum, if you don't agree with me, see you later. Do you know what yeah. I mean? The, yeah, that's the thing as well. That it doesn't annoy me, but it does upset me. Is that if if I had a friend that came up to me and said, you know, I believe in flat Earth, I'd say like, 
um interesting tell me why uh, yeah i'd be like okay and if i didn't agree with him i'd be like okay i don't agree with you i don't need to lose you as a friend yeah. or something over it i think that's the thing that upset me is yeah he has this crazy belief that he firmly believes and like you Good know fair enough all power to him but i think that's wrong of his friends and family to disown him over that yeah yeah, yeah. i think they should just be like okay well that you know oh do you think it's the friends and the family disowning him well he's uh I thought it would. I'm. I don't know why. I always thought it's the flat earthers disowning them. Maybe that's wrong of me to think that, but that's the impression I got from the hit piece. Oh, from the yeah, from the hit piece. But, but I didn't really get an impression from him. He didn't really stay, say. No, he seemed like someone. He seemed like he was open to having a relationship with people because he's sitting there talking to us. People. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. And uh, so I get the vibe. Yeah, true. From what he said that it was them. Gl- yeah, friends and family that disowned him. But that's I mean, I could be wrong, but. Either way, I I think it's I think it's wrong, especially with at the end of the day, what harm is it doing really? Exactly. It's no, not exactly. And is it is any any of this flat Earth uh, or globalist, whatever it's called, is it that deep? At the end of the day, we're on a we're on we're living, we're alive, mm. we're all humans. Like that's the that is the truth. Like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever one is true, the truth is that we are alive. And like he said, like he did say that, like we're all alive, we should all love each other and mm. bish bash bosh. That's just how, that's how it should be. Yeah. I si- Sorry, Dave, but I still believe that we're on a spinning globe. But um, I really appreciate the conversation. I think it was fascinating. And I think, you know, our court case verdict is don't believe everything you read. Yeah. Don't believe everything that's said I think to you. out of us two, though, the one who would be most likely to change their mind would be me. Oh, a hundred percent. I'm such like yeah. a what? What, what am I? What will you call me? Uh, gullible. Yeah, I guess. Or easily convinced. That's yeah. I'm easily I so. convinced. I I think especially when you get someone that's like an expert like in that. the field. Yeah. Because yeah. we've had people on the podcast and you've come away and you've been like, ah, oh, my mind's changed. Yeah. My mind's changed. <laughs> yeah. So, but he. But says, then maybe I'm not so strong-minded. Maybe that's what the issue is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he also said that if, you, for example, you became a flat earther and I stayed a global person, that our relationship wouldn't work. So if you are a flat earther now, then I've got to be one as well. Yeah. Okay. Well, well we've back. got some thinking to do. Yeah, come back <laughs> next week, guys, to see if the relationship is intact. Uh, we'll <laughs> Tomorrow <laughs> night. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll keep you guys up to date uh, on, on whether there's a divorce or not. But um, we hope you guys enjoyed these last two episodes and we'd love to hear what you thought of the conversation. Please check out Flat Earth Dave's app if you are any interested in his um, theories and the Flat Earth movement in general. And um, come back next week for some more court case and some more verdicts on, on interesting things. Yeah, thanks guys. See you soon, guys. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.